Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia. Are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where we share with you each week some of the amazing positive business stories happening in the great state of West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the mountain state with these stories. This week, we're going to learn about Natural Capital Investment Fund and their president and CEO, Martin Jenkins. Martin, are you ready to get down to business? Yes. Thank you very much for having me on this morning and giving me the opportunity to talk about some of the great businesses and communities that we, we work in around the state. Absolutely. I'm so glad you're on our show to talk about your organization. Martin Jenkins is the president and CEO of Natural Capital Investment Fund, which funds and advises small to mid-sized businesses throughout central Appalachia and the southeast that are creating jobs and triple bottom line results in underserved communities. They serve and focus on enterprises that address energy and water conservation, food and uh, wood production, recycling and waste elimination, and supply chain sustainability. Founded in 2001, Natural Capital Investment Fund is a U.S. Treasury Certified Community Development Financial Institution, which is the acronym for that is CDFI, if you've heard that before, affiliated with the Conservation Fund. A few of the companies that have helped as borrowers in West Virginia include Mountaineer Brand in Martinsburg, West Virginia, Hawk Knob Cidery and Meadery, and Swift Level Farm in the Greenbrier, uh, Greenbrier Valley, Laurel Creek Hardwoods in Richwood, and the Custard Stand in Webster Springs. Martin, take a minute and fill in some of the gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Thank you again for having me here and giving me the opportunity to kind of share some background and kind of what we do and the people we work with across the state. Uh, as you said, Natural Capital Investment Fund, we are a U.S. Treasury certified community development financial institution. What really what that really means is that we are committed to deploying the majority of our capital, our loan capital. We make small business loans ranging from $5,000 up to $750,000 to support small business development in low and and moderate income communities around the state that are primarily rural, but we have done projects everywhere from downtown Charleston to Terra Alta and Preston County to, as you mentioned, the custard stand. And with a consistent, what it was consistent across the, the projects we work with, they're not all quite bankable. When we, we were founded with the support of the, uh, the West Virginia Small Business Development Center and the West Virginia Development Office was really to focus on helping businesses that are almost bankable, someone who has a great idea, but they don't qualify for traditional bank financing, or the bank says, this is a great project, but we can't provide 100% of the financing. But we have a great partner as a CDFI. And an, an example of that would be Laurel Creek Hardwoods in Richwood, West Virginia. It was actually our very first loan. BB&T came to us and said, we have a great business here. 
you know, the sawmill was shut down by its out-of-state owner, but we think the mill manager and his wife have the skills to take what to, to turn to, to make this company successful as a as a as a you know independently run sawmill. So, make a long story short, we partnered with BB&T, USDA, and the New River Gorge Regional Economic Development Authority to provide a mix of financing. The, the, the bank provided the financing for the real estate and equipment. We provided what's called subordinated debt for working capital, soft uh, for, for the log inventory and other soft costs associated with the, with the startup. And most importantly, what we can do as a nonprofit is we also raise grant funds from USDA that I could hire a CPA and help the business put in an accounting system that they could use their financials as management tool on a day-to-day basis so they knew from the first log they cut whether they're making money or losing money on an individual load of logs. Two and a half years later, the business exceeded its financial projections, went through another expansion, and the bank took us out. Our goal is to help small businesses go from almost bankable to fully bankable, and then we move on to the next startup. But we focus as much, we spend more time focusing on addressing what we'll call those non-financial capacity building skills. It's how do you take someone who, who could really understands running a sawmill, help them with the marketing piece, or the accounting piece, so because it's very, very hard as a small business owner to wear all those hats you need to, to be successful. And um, so we rely, you know, so but that is, um, we're there to, to, to kind of fill those gaps. Well, Martin, uh, recently, just a couple of, couple of days ago, a few days ago, uh, Natural Capital Investment Fund uh, received uh, a substantial uh, funding from United Bank, who is one of our sponsors here on the show, to help support small business in 26 underserved West Virginia counties. Can you talk to, talk us through that process and yeah. exactly what, what's going on with that situation? Because that's very, very cool and important news. Well, like small businesses, we have to go out and raise our capital, our loan capital for free for relending. And... Um, and we receive, we have different sources of capital, it includes banks like United Bank, uh, foundations, uh, individual impact investors, and as a certif- certified CDFI, banks can lend to us, and then we turn around and lend it into markets that, that they may be have they may have a challenge lending to, or they just can't fill the gap because there's just too much demand. And um, that has been how we've been able to grow our loan program from a $100,000 capital grant from the Appalachian Regional Commission to a little over $36 million loan program over the past 17 years. And then those banks have been, you know, we, we couldn't do what we do without the, the kind of critical support of the banks, not only because you know, we receive investment capital from the bank, which we have to repay, but also you know, operating support to pay for the support, the technical assistance work that we do so that when we make a loan to that startup or early stage business, they have the accounting skills or the marketing skills, or in the case of someone like a custard stand, 
as they're expanding and they need help with equipment layout or passing, you know, assistance preparing for for inspections. Yeah, we can give we can use our network, our regional, our national network of kind of industry experts to kind of help our business, small business clients be successful. Absolutely. So, as I understand it, you guys, you know, in the um, in the things that I've been hearing about, I guess you're you're focusing on 26 counties, That's but there's right. an emphasis mm-hmm. on Boone, Cabellwood, Fayette, Kanawha, Lincoln, Logan, Mon. Montegalia, yeah. Preston, Putnam, Raleigh, and Wayne. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty substantial, I think. With when you have a, a lender like United stepping up with five hundred grand, half a million dollars, it is to your fund. So t- you know what, what? What kinds of? I mean, how do get people? How do small businesses that are out there maybe have an idea, or maybe a startup, or maybe they're you know wanting to expand? How do they get plugged in to you, and how do they get plugged into that? What's that system process look like? We well, we have a you know. We have a lender based in um, West Charleston who, who covers Southern West Virginia for us, and he spends his time networking with you know, banks, the, you know, the regional banks, the community banks, the county economic development authorities, the uh, chambers of commerce, the small business development center, and anyone who out, who's out there is a touch point as a resource for a small business. So, you know, we, we, we work with our WVU extension service, the West WVU's manufacturing extension partnership. We get phone calls that says, I got a great manufacturing client. They want to expand. And they also have issues with energy efficiency. Can you come in and come in here and help? And, and we have a special initiative around supporting the development of tourism related infrastructure along the Hatfield McCoy trail system where we are partnering with the Hatfield McCoy Trail Authority to provide financing to help support business development in those trail communities. And as you know, it starts in Kanawha County and heads south. So we're going to be using United Fund Capital to help support those lodging and related businesses. So if someone wants to get involved in providing you know, rental ATVs or guide services or building cabins or expanding their, their, their restaurant or other services, or they want to get involved in making aftermarket parts for, for ATV, um, ATVs or, you know, side by sides, we will, United will help us kind of make those loans. That's awesome, man. I think, um, you know, one of the things that I hear over and over again, uh, time and time, from especially from small business and entrepreneurs, is that, you know this whole concept, the the struggle of access to capital, right? And so, what what you guys are doing with Natural Capital Investment Fund is really, you know, filling a gap right there. Is that a fair assessment? Yes, that is. I mean, banks have different underwriting guidelines, and you know, as a startup, you. And you're not always going to have the two to three years of operating history, or there may be a blemish with your credit score due to a medical event or a divorce, or you've been laid off. And that doesn't make you a bad small business owner, or you're, you want to buy an existing business. All of a sudden, you're going from a, an existing business with a track record to a startup, which causes you know, banks look at those differently. So we can step in and, and help people build the financial track record. Or if you're growing, you know, growth 
if you don't have enough working capital to support your sales growth, that you know, we can step in and provide that kind of you know, equipment fine, you know, there's financing for, for working capital. A lot of businesses that save money want to buy used equipment. And from a collateral standpoint, not all banks are comfortable financing, you know, used equipment. So they're just, we, every, every, every transaction is a little different in some markets where we've seen real estate decline, values decline and haven't quite recovered. If, a, if real estate's the primary form of collateral in a transaction and there's just not enough there to get the bank to feel comfortable, we step in or in the, in the ag space, we had a company, a bank call us and say, we got a great customer. They have an upland game bird farm and we love them, but you know, the collateral can, you know, it eats, it breathes and it can die. And it's, it's not something all banks are comfortable with anymore. So we can step in and, and take on those transactions because, you know, we've put together a phenomenal staff and, and board that understands agriculture and some of the sectors that we working and then we've built great partners to address any kind of technical, we call them, you know, these technical assistance issues, whether it's with the Department of Agriculture, with WVU. So we can get comfortable taking those loans on that traditional lenders see as a little more, it's too risky given their kind of, their, their um, you know, their underwriting guidelines. And we've also built a balance sheet that allows that kind of us to take a little more risk. Awesome. That that's very exciting because, you know, like you said, it just it gives another avenue of opportunity for success for West Virginia companies and I I really think that what you're doing is uh is exciting, you know, for sure. Martin, what would you say is the one thing you're most excited about for your organization right now? Well, the the opportunity to to use the internet to market products all over the world and and then it's part of that, just the federal government and the state stepping up to make increased investments in, in broadband. I mean, what we've seen is that with, with broadband, the right mix of financial capital and technical assistance, you can be successful anywhere in, in, in West Virginia and you know, access to a, a highway and a, a large population doesn't matter. If you look at the custard stand, hot dog chili products business based in Webster Springs, you know, we, we partnered there with BB&T and the Small Business Development Center and provided them it was equipment financing, some working capital and technical assistance to help with accounting and, and some marketing and food processing. But they went from their manufacturing hot dog chili product in their kitchen to a, you know, a now a full-size, you know, very large-scale you know, manufacturing space, and they are selling product you know, all over the East Coast and the customers all over the country. And that wouldn't have been possible without their passion, their vision. But the broadband helped them do that. And as a result, they want to, they're the first West Virginia company to end up on Shark Tank, which is just incredible. And that's due to, so broadband and passion that you know, Dean and Angie Calgar brought to the, bring to that business allowed them just to be phenomenally successful. And we've seen it with other businesses, whether it's Mountaineer brand and um, Martinsburg, West Virginia, which sells yeah, talk, there. Talk a little bit about those guys. Talk about it what is, they're doing uh, there at Mountaineer brand. The, you know, yeah, the, the owner of the business started making beard oil and beard care products for himself because 
what was available at the time was too expensive. And his friends said, hey, you have something here. And so he he launched a business out of his garage just to, to manufacture and sell beard care products for you know for, for men and he has since expanded to other all natural products and they are shipping products all over the world and marketing primarily through their website through Amazon um, in, a, in a wide range of grocery store I mean uh, drug stores you know Walmart and you know it was hard work passion and, and he and the internet helped, and that was sort of, I, I believe, was a game changer. Allowed them just to amplify their 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 message and market reach well beyond their their you know their marketing budget. And they've just been very good, and they they've hired a lot of great people out there, and they're they're still growing. So it just again, it's and we worked with them. We had a great small business development center coach helping them along the way. We had a great local accountant. We provided a little um, financial planning assistance along with uh, working capital. We have a bank partner who, who kind of stepped up, and so we've been able to work with them at, you know, build out their, their bottle filling and capping and labeling line, and they, they're, they're a success story. So I think we'll look forward to seeing more about them and, and, the, and the news in the coming year or so. That is, that, is, that is absolutely wonderful to hear that. Uh, it's very inspirational. Uh, Martin, I want to take a, a, a few seconds here to mention a couple of our incredible sponsors for Positively West Virginia, The State Journal, WV News, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Martin, let's get back to it. What is the, what's the vision that you see as the CEO and president for Natural Capital Investment Fund long-term? What's your, what's your strategic vision? Well, you, we started out as a very narrow, small you know, niche in the market, um, small business lending, and we have expanded to uh, use an industry term to become what, you know, in, our, in, our, in West Virginia, that anchor institution for on the community development finance space. So when our bank partners come to us and say, oh, by the way, we have a rural healthcare practitioner here who's critical to our community. Can you help us? We realize it's it's a new market for you. We've been able to step up and, and help them uh, keep those, those service providers in the community or help them, that business, someone's going to retire. To make sure that that, manuf- that manufacturer stays in the business and support that transaction, we are able to help a forest products company in Cape and Bridge go from you know that kind of a, a traditional owner owner operated business, single owner operated business, when ESOP, and help them with that transition. But you know, we really believe that environmentally and socially responsible small business development is crucial to helping a lot of the we'll call single industry dependent communities that we work on transition to more diversified, resilient, and sustainable communities. So our commitment to our community partners is to, to kind of grow our resources and build our staff capacity so we can help them deal with the challenges that they face, whether it's trying to attract and, and kind of retain 
a diversified small business um, community or help them as business owners want to retire and, and kind of pass that business on to the, to the manager or someone else in that community. And, and then also step up and help them uh, develop new new products and, and, and opportunities like the Hadfield McCoy Trail Authority. It's a, a it's a phenomenal resource down there. We have 45,000 people came to visit West Virginia to recreate in Southern West Virginia. We want those, we want to help build the businesses. So when they come to ride for a couple of days, they stay for a week. They visit the cultural historical resources that we have. They ride, they try the kayaking, they go fly fishing because we have some of the great small mouth bass fishing in the state and they spend some more time and ultimately we'd love them to say i had a phenomenal experience here i want to move i want to move here or i want to bring my business here and and, and make it a regular part of their their family vacation plans because you know we have some, some very phenomenal very friendly communities and you know we want to make sure they have the community development finance resources so they're they're successful Excellent. Martin, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business people, young business owners, or maybe startups, entrepreneurs in our state of West Virginia? What's one piece of advice you would give them? With my lender hat on, I, I have to say it's get a good accountant up front. It's accounts are more, you know, if, if, we're, if you're not, if you're, if you're only using them to do your tax return, you're not taking advantage of the, of the, assistance they can help they can bring to your business so you understand your product your cost and how you cost your price product and how you manage working capital and we've seen the businesses where their accountant is a a partner they've been much more successful and there's a kind of second part of that is when you go into the business you you make sure you have a, a network of peers that you can in place that you can talk to because you never know what's going to happen. You could have a flooding event or if you need help recruiting a new, a new employee or just how do you manage a growing workforce and you go from five people to over a hundred, you, you, you have to build that network of peers that you can talk about those kind of day-to-day challenges and, and let down the, you know, your hair just to be able to say, you know, how do you, how did you deal with this when you were growing your business? And I think that network is, is invaluable because, most business owners, you know, they're, they're all struggling with the same things, um, and had it in their in their careers at different points in their careers. So it's an invaluable network. Absolutely. Well, I think the takeaway from that is, you know, have a great accountant and fully maximize their services, and then get a great network of people. I think those are two really profound things that. Uh, you know, in, in terms of advice, are, are are wonderful. So, thank you for sharing that. What's one resource you use in your organization, Martin, that you just can't live without? I'm curious about that. Well, I can tell you, it's my director of finance. But really, <laughs> it's, it, I am I have become a con. Yeah, I use Microsoft Outlook because I travel every every day, and yeah, having my contacts my calendar and the email all in one place means that I don't have to stop communicating and responding to, you know, requests for, you know, from our, from our partners. So I, it's, unfortunately it's one of those things I'm using every day, but it's a, it's a great tool. It beats the traditional role. Of- What's one. Yeah. 
Absolutely. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people and entrepreneurs? That is a, it's a great question. And I, I thought long and hard about this one. And I, I think most of these business management books, whether it's uh, you know something by Jack Welch or going good to great, they, 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 the fads come and go. I would tell everyone, whether you're in forest products, agriculture, or you know, re- renewable energy, or any kind of manufacturing, accounting 101 textbooks, so you understand what your accountants are talking about, what your bankers are talking about, will be the best thing that you could ever read. Um, but I also think people really need to understand what's going on in, in in their state and their community. So you, and it's, it's spend time, kind of spend a little time every day reading your local newspaper, the state or state level paper, like the state journal, and also pick up a national paper. So you're on top of trends that, you know, it could impact your business. And, uh, you know, I see inspiration from, from doing that. So Martin, uh, one of the things that, um, you're, you're based in Shepherdstown, correct? That's right. Okay. You know, if, you know, you're out there, you're traveling the state of West Virginia every day. Um, I imagine you know a lot of people. Your network is probably pretty pretty wide and pretty deep. Um, but if there's anybody in West Virginia that you could meet that would help help with what you're doing out there uh, in, in business and helping these companies, uh, who would it be? Another good question. I, I really think uh, I, I'd, I'd like to spend some time talking to you know, Gordon Gee, the president of you know, West Virginia University to find, you know, to kind of pick his brains about how do we do a better job engaging the graduates of WBU and the other uh, institutions of higher education in West Virginia to get them to think about entrepreneurship and you know, small business development as a career track and say, you know, I want to stay in West Virginia and start a business and follow my passion. Um, our, that is, I think our, our average age of our, our borrowers is sort of 40, 45. Um, and that's, I get asked all the time about how do we engage? And I, I think given his, his years of experience in, in higher ed and, and you know, keeping his finger on the pulse of, of, of young people, it could help us think differently, whether it's, it's marketing, do we have to develop new programs and products to engage people, help them do a better job explaining and demystifying how you start a business and get, you know, for yourself and what it takes and let them know there really are resources out there to help you down that path. If you, if you decide to pursue that, um, cause over the years we've, you know, we, we have hot knob cidery in Southern West Virginia. It, was two two graduates of WVU's ag program. They had a passion, and they moved back to you know they came they moved back to their community and launched uh, their hard cider business. And you know, we were able to help them. We got a mix of technical assistance and working capital, and now they have a first class product, which they're you know exporting out of the state and has tremendous potential. Um, and so we would, we want to find more people like that who say, you know, I want to move back to my hometown and I want I want to launch a business. We, we we want to find more people like the Angies and D Calgers of the world who say, 
I love what I'm doing and I, I got a dream. Yeah, that's huge. And I think, uh, Yep, you've got the you've got a right the right uh, vision and passion for sure. Absolutely, Martin. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners or readers to to know about what you're doing um, at Natural Capital Investment Fund? You've covered a lot of ground today, and I really appreciate uh, all the insight you've given us. Is there anything else that you'd like for them to know? I, I think what we do is it's driven by our partners, and you know what, it wouldn't be possible without the the kind of that support of. of yeah, the United Banks, um, the BB&Ts, the Appalachian Regional Commission, and people like the Benningham Foundation. And uh, you know, I'm I'm excited. We have that new. The state has their new uh, strategic plan. The partnership between the Development Office, Marshall, and WVU, and it talks about small business development and and the need to support whether it's 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 you know the, the tourism opportunities in the state. In addition to the it's a, it's a it's essential and it it's exciting that you know we have something everybody's going to be working together. And the state has tremendous opportunities, so we should be more should be, need to be more upbeat and excited. I mean, spring's here and it's it's going to be a great year, right? <laughs> Absolutely, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, in closing, Martin, how can our listeners learn more about what you're doing uh, and how can they contact uh, Natural Capital Investment Fund? What's the best way for them to do that? Well, our, uh, I got a phone. our phone number is 304-876-2815. And our, our website's www.ncifund.org. Um, our, my, my contact information's up there along with my, my business lenders in Fairmont and Southern in, in Charleston. And we, we loved it. We loved it. Feel free to call. And we'll also put uh, links to that in the show notes so that uh, any of the listeners can just click on that and uh, be able to go right to your website and have access to your contact information. So we really appreciate that. Martin, you've been a great, uh, great insight and a great guest on Positively West Virginia. Well, folks, that's an, a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and organizations and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Martin Jenkins and Natural Capital Investment Fund, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you all by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. We also appreciate all the comments and encouragement and all the messages we've been getting uh, through social media. And of course, we encourage you to share these positive stories too on your social media channels, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever. Uh, On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm Jim Matuga.